morning. It's Monday, May 9th, the day after Mother's Day. Dun, dun, dun. Spent my Mother's Day cleaning <laughs> the house. Um, interesting, the markets are way down. Markets are, well, I should say, let's, let's, let's move to a positive. They're way off where they, they were down earlier. I woke up about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock this morning, looked down 500. I think we're down 400 now in the pre-market. Um, let me just check. Uh, I didn't check. I think it, let's see what the markets are doing. Oh, but one of the things that I've been looking at is um, uh, I heard an analyst say, hey, and I think I talked about this Friday, we're going back to where we were pre-pandemic. And I wanted to take a look at one that probably has been on, you know, again, it's a major indice stock and Amazon. It's down another 3% in pre-market. And if we go back to, say, February 2020, um, this was selling, the open um, of that week was uh, the last week in February. I should go back to, yeah, let's go back to the last week in February. The open on Monday was 2003 for Amazon. Um, the high was 2039. The low, 1811. Uh, and then you just saw it start to slide. Um, you know, the week before uh, that, uh, February 17th, the high was 2185. The open was 2125. The low was 2088. So right around 2000 is where you're seeing Amazon. Um, today, Amazon's at $22.95. Um, you're down at $22.23 in pre-market, down about 3%. Um, it is likely that Amazon is going down to $2,000. Uh, I would say at some point within the next month or two, we're going to see a break below $2,000, and that would bring Amazon back to 2020 levels. Um, I should say February 2020 levels, pre-pandemic. Um, a, a lot of this was outlined in their earnings. Their costs are going up. Um, there's a lot of talk today about costs as well. Uh, Uber sent out an email. Uh, Kashikari, um, I think his name is the CEO. And if you haven't watched Super Pumped on Showtime, I, I highly recommend it. I loved it. Uh, it shows how much Kalanick was a um, kind of big-headed jerk, if you will. But... Uh, Uber sent out an email over the weekend that they are going to do what's called privileged hiring, which means you should ha be privileged to work there. I don't know if that means drivers. I don't know if that means corporate staff. I don't know exactly what it means. Didn't read the thing. Uh, kind of headline surfed on that one. But if we are going back to pre-pandemic levels, again, remember, Uber didn't even exist, I don't think. Uber was at, uh, God, if I go back to a weekly on Uber, I think they... When did they IPO? Um, looks like right before the pandemic. Yeah, they kind of shot down. If we're going back to pre-pandemic um, levels, Uber was at 33. They're at 29 today. Um, you know, again, they're already there. So we don't have much, far to go. And uh, NASDAQ futures down, implied open down 287. Dow futures implied open 445. The S&P's. Um, implied open 71, about 2% uh, across the board on average. Um, but again, I was looking at Amazon saying, okay, what are we doing? Um, well, 
in other news, Bitcoin is down um, significantly, uh, down below 34,000. Uh, over the weekend, it kind of tipped down. Um, uh, you know, it's just, again, this is simply supply and demand, and Bitcoin has been going down. There's a theory out there um, amongst some Twitter folks that Bitcoin is down and they're trying to take down Michael Saylor of MicroStrategy. Um, because if MicroStrategy goes down, all of a sudden you've got billions of dollars of Bitcoin being um, essentially sold. I don't know how their bankruptcy works, but if, uh, if Bitcoin goes below $25,000, there's $2 billion loan for MicroStrategy that is paid back and they can't pay it back. And Saylor said, hey, we'll have to... Um, liquidate the company and, and move forward with some type of restructuring, blah, blah, blah. Who knows exactly what's going to go on. But that's kind of the theory. Now, what do you do with this? Well, you play GBTC. Um, and options are not available on GBTC. Let me look at my, um, my, re my replies on here because there is, um, there is BITO has options, which is a Bitcoin um, uh, ETF. But with GBTC, uh, we are still in, um, well, no, I'm sorry. It got us in at 2740. Uh, it is out when we got out with a slight loss, um, the next candle. Um, so it wasn't a huge, huge loss. It looks like, well, it was a 7% loss, it looks like, in one candle. Um, but I wouldn't have gotten in on that candle. That candle was too risky. Um, it's been kind of playing with us. The RSI on GBTC is at 37. Uh, you're down at 25. Uh, do I think you should buy in here? No. The 50-day is, is still under the 200-day. You don't have a positive momentum. Uh, I would probably wait till this one hits 20. I think 20 is probably in the cards on this one. I hold this one. Um, let me see. I hold this one with an average purchase price of $21.48. So am I in the positive? Uh, $25.02, yeah. So $25.02 in the pre-market, uh, or I'm sorry, $22.99 is where it is in the pre-market. $22.99. So I think 20 is actually in the cards here. Uh, I wish I would have gotten rid of this. I probably should have gotten rid of this. I probably will get rid of this and kind of trade it a little bit. Um, I've held this one since 2017. I probably will make a slight uh, gain on this one. It will be long-term. So I'll take some profits on this one. But uh, GBTC is one that I, I do think is an opportunity because I think you trade that one. They emailed me something about um, asking the... Uh, this one hasn't tracked Bitcoin very well. Again, this is a trader. I don't know why I've held this one till since 2017. I've just liked seeing it go up and down. I was up 16% as of Friday. That's probably going to cut in half at least, if not more. Um, if it's 10% down, I'll probably lose, you know, who knows. But I don't even want to think about it. Um, so Palantir, moving on from Bitcoin, Palantir uh, reported this morning, or this morning they missed earnings. They're getting killed. They're the number one stock in pre-market activity. Um, 14, 15% down. It is getting absolutely crushed. There's no reason to be in Palantir. FYI, I am in Palantir. <laughs> Let me see where I'm in. 
Palantir. Um, yeah, my average purchase price $27. Not good. Um, but it's a super small position, $5,000. It's nothing that, you know, I was taking a chance on this one. I will probably get out of this one and write that loss down. Uh, that's a good one for me to write some losses against. And again, remember, as these things are going down, uh, one of the, the theories that you can do is take your losses um, and write it off against bigger gains. So that's why you take these gains is you take the 10% gain so that if you do have some of the, lo- the long-term holdings, you know, again, you have to work short-term, long-term if you're in a taxable uh, account, but you write them down. And those are in brokerage accounts. In IRA and, and retirement accounts, you don't want losses because you can't write those off. You just can't. So um, you, you want to you know, know which, which ones you're trading. Um, just FYI, one, the, the reason these things are going down is because as interest rates go up, multiples get shrunk. And a good example is CrowdStrike. A good example is um, uh, Palo Alto Networks. A good example is uh, you know, DraftKings. Um, you know, any of those stocks that have high multiples. Um, and, and Apple's getting crushed. And one of the reasons is because Apple, the market wants to bring Apple down to pre pandemic multiples, which is 17 or 18, which would bring that stock down to about 130 or 140, I believe. That's where the market wants it to go. Whether the market gets that or not is up to the supply and demand, whether people pay for it. You've got, uh, but Warren Buffett who said, Hey, anytime that, that Apple is going down, we're buyers. So, um, you know, he's also said that about Occidental Petroleum, um, which is going down. So um, you've got, again, remember when you see these things going down, there's always an opportunity. And, and when you see days like today where things are get, totally getting crushed, watch Uvixi. Uh, watch Uvixi, watch Xvixi, because Uvixi will be the one that goes up. The, the VIX uh, looks like it's at 33. My guess is, it, well, it's up 11% just today, uh, close to 30. That wants to go to 35, so you've still got about a 10% move in that one. Um, you know, it, it, my guess is you're getting the 35 or 36 today. So, uh, remember, Uvixie is, is, is one of the ones that you want. Um, one of the podcast favorites, SPG, is reporting... Um, tomorrow or today after the bell is it today? Let's see. It is today after the bell. Uh, this one is at 121. We're still in at that 123 buy. Question is, does this stock move up on earnings? I wouldn't expect this one to move 10% on earnings. I can't imagine this one moves 10% on earnings, um, in the upward direction. And that's only because the consumer is still slightly weak. And we just don't know what David Simon's going to say. Now, the RSI is at 44. You're right in the middle. I, I, I don't think that this one's a conviction buy. <clears throat> but here's one thing that I do know. If we go back to pre-pandemic levels on this one, and, and again, that's kind of almost a theme on this. But if we go back to pre-pandemic levels and we go back to that second week in March, you were at 138. Um, the third week in March, you're 140. Now you crash down in that third week in March. The low was 119. 
So if that's the assumption that we're at 119 and this one is back at its pre-pandemic levels, um, you know, is this an opportunity? Yeah, on the weekly chart, there is no way this is an opportunity. Your MACD is kind of just still falling. The RSI is at 35. It could bounce up here. Um, you look at earnings in the last quarter, they were $3.09. The quarter before that, $3.13. The quarter before that, $3.24. So you're sinking on the, the per share, earnings per share. Um, he's been putting a lot of money into the business, blah, blah, blah. They've got a 5% dividend. That's, what, that's one of the things that you have to know. It's a 5.44% dividend that this one yields. Um, let me look in FinViz. And see what the uh, forward earnings is. Because that's becoming a much larger um, uh, projection. So the forward PE is 20.57. Their PE right now is 17.76. And so you're right at the current PE where the S&P traditionally trades. So that's why I say I don't know that this one's going to trade 10% up or down. P comes out with huge miss. Um, you're going to see this one beaten, just beaten to a pulpit because you can't imagine what a, a bad stock is going to get hit in this market if, if stocks like um, DraftKings kind of meet their, their, their guess and then get beaten down. What if one actually misses, like Palantir this morning, 14% down? Um, but Palantir is a big mover. Their forward PE is 20. So if he raises guidance, that probably gets back down to 17. If they raise guidance on this one, you're looking at $125 stock, I would say. Again, not a big mover. If you want to park your cash, you get uh, back to, let's see, this is August. Um, yeah. This one's taking a total round trip. Again, I, I'm a believer in this one. I go to the outlet malls. I see them. now. Um, my buddy in, in Orlando goes to the outlet malls. He doesn't see people, but that could just be because, um, you know, people are packing Disney. They're packing the, the parks. They're down there to do that kind of thing. So, uh, Simon is one that, that I think you could play and, and, you know, if it, if it goes down to 115, 114, you still got a 5% dividend that with, with rates going up, um, you know, you're, you're, you're 7% off the 52-week low. You're 29% off the 52-week high. Uh, performance year-to-date is minus 24%. It has done worse than most other stocks. But that's because, again, the P.E. was high. If your P.E. is low and you're in the value territory, your, your performance is probably better. Um, let's see. We're going to... Uh, Simon, Walmart and Home Depot report tomorrow. Uh, Home Depot is one. This is going to be their winter quarter, which is typically a week quarter. Their spring quarter, which will be uh, announced probably in July, August, somewhere in that tape, t- table. Um, they will provide some guidance. I've been at Home Depot on the weekends. Holy hell. You can't find it's It's like Costco at this point. And let's look at Home Depot stock um, because are we in a buy right now? Uh, you have come down significantly. You're actually in a sell. You're not in a buy. Um, they report, oh, I'm sorry. They report May 16th. It's next week. I was looking at next week. Walmart's next week as well. So next week, Home Depot reports. I was there this weekend. Um, it's crazy. That's kind of why I was looking at it. 
Um, I think, you know, again, these businesses, the consumer strong, the consumer spending, it's going to be about interest rates. It's going to be about multiple. Um, let's look at what Home Depot's uh, PE is. Their PE is 18.97. Uh, let's see what their future PE is. Uh, their forward. The forward's going to be super important. Their forward PE is 17. So you're looking, they're, they're right in line. At, at $294, they dipped under 300 uh, on Friday. So, um, you know, again, 10 day volumes, 4.1, 90 day volume, 4.8. They got a 2.58% dividend yield. Again, I like this one. The only reason I wouldn't buy Home Depot is if you were looking to buy Lowe's. Um, the PE ratio on, uh, Lowe's is 16. Um, let's see what their forward PE is. Uh, I think these things trade right in line. The forward PE is 12. Um, so you've got a, a better PE ratio on Lowe's. Um, uh, Lowe's, I think, is probably your best bet. Um, let's see what low, when Lowe's reports. Lowe's reports on do, do, do 17th, so the day after. Um, you're still a sell in Lowe's. The RSI is at 38. My guess is this goes down to 190. It's good, 192. Um, Let's see what they're trading at in pre-market. Yeah, they're 188. So you're probably even lower. Um, one that I saw that reports uh, on May 10th tomorrow, Occidental Petroleum. And I think in pre-market, you might actually be down because oil was down. Um, this is running up into earnings. Uh, yeah, you closed at 64.94. You're trading at around 63. This one is still a buy from 57 uh, back on May 3rd. And it's flying high. The RSI is at 70. I don't know that I'd say buy into this, but energy with, into earnings has been crazy good. Uh, Occidental Petroleum is down 2% in pre-market. Uh, oil is down, um, but you know, they're going to announce crazy earnings. Uh, this is another one. Warren Buffett's buying. So uh, my guess is you play this one. I, I think I'd be playing this one into earnings. If you want to buy one this week, um, I'd probably buy Occidental Petroleum because what every oil company and energy company has said and what they've shown is as prices go up, they just, it's printing money. It, it, they basically have their per barrel price down at around $50, you know, $45. They continue to try and lower that one, shrink their actual costs, and then essentially it's, it's more money for them. So you've got a huge, um, uh, a huge opportunity here in my mind. You've got 10-day volume at $28 million, 90-day volume at $30 million. Uh, It's just dipped down, and that's because of the price of oil came down. Um, you're looking at... Uh, Let's look at UCO in the pre-market. UCO is one, 171. It closed on Friday at 180. Um, so you're down on UCO. Remember how I said, I, I think, you know, uh, UCO is going to 190. I still think it's going to 190. I just don't necessarily hold it. Um, but I've been saying this since 120, I believe, that I thought it was going to 190. So if you're holding it, I, I think you've got an opportunity to just continue to hold it. But not my thing, but but it is a thing. Um, Rivian is getting killed in pre-market, and that's because Ford sold a bunch of their shares. Um, 
it's just part of the, you know, again, Rivian in my mind, R-I-V-N, R-I-V-N is the signal, is the symbol. Um, you're in at this one at 3145. You will probably be out on this candle with a loss um, in our algorithm. Our algorithm loses you 38%, whereas buying and holding loses you 71%. Remember, the algorithm that I have is built for a market like this. Um, the, the algorithm that I have will lose you less money if the stock is in a downward trend which most stocks are starting to do. So it will lose you less money. Uh, There's an opportunity that you'll make money, like Rivian. Um, Back in March, there was a buy on March 16th at uh, $40.03. You sold out on April 5th with a 7% gain. That's after it going down. You probably could have made, at $40, you could have bought it and you could have sold it at 52 uh, kind of looking into the tea leaves and seeing, hey, this isn't going anywhere. You could have sold it even at 50. So uh, quite a bit larger than your 7.7% gain, which was um, selling at about 43. So um, you could have made quite a bit more. But again, remember, the, 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 the goal of my algorithm was written so that you're not caught in the COVID downturn. So you'll still get, as long as you pick a stock that's moving uh, up, you'll, you'll gain um, in, 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 my, in my algorithm. You may not gain as much, you know, say a stock goes up 100%. Maybe you only gain 80% in my uh, algorithm because it didn't get you in at, at, at the full run. But uh, again, the, the point of the algorithm is for this market. This market is going to continue to go down uh, as the Fed starts, uh, you know, interest rates starts going up and Fed you know, squashes demand. So this is a good example. Rivian, you lose 38% versus losing 71% with buy and holding. Um, it's, it's a safer play. Um, but I wouldn't get into Rivian. Rivian, in my mind, you're getting into Tesla if you're getting into any electric car maker. Um, and, and again, it's under 1,000. I continue to say anything under 1,000 is a buy. Uh, my algorithm has you in at 903 right now. You're at 865. Uh, 831 in pre-market, um, down 3%. Uh, it will get you out of that um, May 4th buy at $903. As I said, anything under $1,000, I think you continue to buy this one. <clears throat> and remember what I, what I preach. Never put your entire position uh, you know, in one buy. I, I am horrible at this. Horrible. I will completely admit to this. I chase stocks sometimes and, and I get emotional and blah, blah, blah. That was part of the reason why I started this algorithm is to try and take emotion out of my purchases. But, um, you know, Snowflake's a good example. I see that one down at 150 again. Um, that is one that's just getting killed on multiples. Uh, it's a, they're doubling their revenues year over year. So you're going to start, you know, on earnings, that one's going to pop in my mind. Um, because their multiple will be brought down. So you're going to see pops on that. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's all my notes today. Oil is going to be down, um, but don't be fooled. Oil will go up when China demand resumes. Uh, oil will be in this huge kind of you know up, down, up, down, up, down kind of market just like the market is. Um, by the way, one that I want to point out is Target. Target, uh, let's see. You're, you're not a buy in Target right now. It's still the MACD, still crossing down. 
you've got earnings coming up on May 17th. Um, kind of, I think it's the day after Walmart. Uh, but Walmart is one, it's touching its 200 day on the algorithm. Let's look at the daily here. Um, the daily, the MACD still crossing down the RSI is at 44. Um, you've got a gap here between 200 and 204. Um, let me see if you've got, uh, let's see, let's run target in the algorithm. Um, you had a 3% gain on that last one. 227 was where I kind of said, Hey, buy in on this one. And it went all the way up to 250. It didn't get you out until later. The algorithm didn't get you out until later. It waited like six days. I probably would have gotten you out sooner. Um, if you were trading this one, I own this one. Um, my average purchase price on target is 114. Uh, I continue to hold and own this one. Uh, I believe in this one. You go shop at Targets and, and I mean, who doesn't spend $100 at Target every time you go in there? And I'm unemployed and I spend $100. You're touching the 200-day. I think you're going to use the 200-day as your stop. That's at about 220. Uh, I think it might get down there. It's a 221 right now. I think that's where it might touch today. Um, in my mind, I think you see this down open. Then you see kind of an afternoon rally, if you will. Um, I, I think we're going to start to see these, these little bumps. Um, but it, again, my thing is Uvixi in the pre-market. Let's see where we're at. I know we're up 10%. You're at 1846. Um, yeah, you closed at 1738. So you're up just under 10%. Um, well, not even quite 10%. Uh, it's 9% on the VIX, $2.98 here at $33.17. Uh, um, but Uvixia is at 1846 You're kind of coming down. Again, the, the, the pre-market is kind of going nuts. Um, it looks like 2% kind of the thing. The Dow is down. Uh, implied open, 382 So it's coming back. I think you're going to see one of these crazy, crazy days where the pre-market's down, then you kind of see it rallying. So you SVIXI might be your play. Um, but my biggest play today is Occidental, I think. Um, Oxy into earnings tomorrow. Uh, ones that I wanted to look at, Devon Energy. Um, I've got a whole list here. Devon Energy is uh, 68.32, close to 69.69. Horrible, horrible number. Um, <laughs> uh, Elon would giggle. Uh, the 10-day volume, again, you don't have a lot of catalysts on Devon Energy because they already uh, released earnings. If I were buying an energy company, it would be Devon. Um, the weekly uh, stock pick play is uh, Chevron again this week. Um, you're still in a buy on Chevron at 162.61. Um, let me see what your pre-market is. They were all down in pre-market. Um, Chevron is at 167. Again, you're trading at this anything under 170 in my mind on Chevron's a buy and then you sell at 170, but you have a 3.3% dividend. Um, the ex-dividend date is the 18th, so you got nine days to get on this one. Um, Devon Energy, let's see what Devon is. Devon's 7% dividend or 8, per, eight yeah, 7.29% dividend. Uh, yield is coming up on the 10th of June. So you got plenty of time to get in on that one. Um, but I think Oxy is your play uh, on this one. 
Um, let's look at American Express, which I like for the pre for the opening. This one had great earnings, but ironically, there's a gap here between 164 and 165, and I think you're touching that one. Uh, let's see, AXP. I think you're filling that one on the way down. Yeah, it's 163 in the pre-market. So um, this is a 1.24% dividend. The 52-week high is 199. So you're up, you know, you could get easily 20% on this one. If it goes back to its 52-week highs, the uh, RSI is 34. Again, a lot of people say this. This market is completely oversold. Um, Google is one. You're down at uh, 22.73 in pre-market. This is one we had a buy at 23.60 um, back on May 3rd. If you're running into this and you're going to be a sell in, in probably today or the next day as you're going down. Um, liquid natural gas, LNG, Chenier. Um, this is one you're in at this one at 140 and you're trading at about 147. Let's see where the pre-market is. Um, pre-market, you're at 145. So you're in at 140 in the algorithm. If you can get there, I'd say buy back in. Uh, liquid natural gas ain't going anywhere but up. Um, one that if you wanted to play with Warren Buffett and you want Apple and Occidental and railways and insurance, BRKB, uh, it's trading at 314. It's down, it closed at 318. It's 52-week high is 362 which was back on the 29th of March. So uh, let's see where you are in this one. BRKB. Um, no, BRK.B. Uh, that's what it is. Um, BRK.B is what it is. Let's run this one. Um, this is interesting. Okay, so you're not a buy. You're very close to a buy. Very well might be a buy today or tomorrow, but you've got this gap here between 308 and 309. Um, you're at 319. You're at 313. So I think you you wait until you get that one. Um, 308, 309. I think that's probably where your buy is going to come into. Um, and then if you wanted to buy Berkshire, buy Berkshire. Again, let's see. Um, BRK dot. BRKB. Let's look at B. Um, performance year to date, uh, 6.6%. So you got 6% in this one. Forward PE is 24. So it is kind of high, but um, you know, performance for the performance for the week, one minus 1.22%. You are 17% off the high. You are 11% off the lows. You're right almost in the middle. Um, I, I think, you know, again, uh, Warren Buffett has a lot to, he's outperforming Kathy Woods. Got to tell you that. Um, so, uh, again, in my mind, I think Oxy is your, your play today. Buy it into earnings tomorrow. Uh, I think you, you play some Bitcoin, maybe do some options on Bitcoin. Um, the BITO, which has options. Uh, GBTC is not a buy. I wouldn't kind of buy into that one. Um, ETHE for Ethereum, not a buy to sell as well. Simon reports today after the bell. 
you could play that. I don't think that's a bad bet. I might actually get into that one as well. Again, I like that 5% dividend. So uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Have a great Monday.